2: Right, no, we're not starting yet, but we're starting yet. there go we're just gonna. Jack's gonna press play because now we're, we're we're on camera, thanks to
1: Samantha. Oh, you can see the setup here, guys. Delete. Yeah. Budget Plus.
2: To the sweet sounds of Kevin Bloody Wilson, and thanks to you, you the listener, just one who uh, who basically keeps us going. Thank you for buying T-shirts or. Stubby holders or coffee mugs. We basically need this. Should sell toilet paper.
3: I don't fucking sell.
1: Oh, exactly. Speaking of, they restocked last night. The no. Woolworths, Woolworths that we went to, and I gave Steve strict instructions: if you walk out of here with more than one under your arm, I'm walking the other direction, and you will be single.
2: Mm. It's Hump Day with Swanee and friends, with Dane Swan and the hyphen herself, Samantha Richards Richards. There you go. <laughs>
1: Dane, we have a guest. Oh, Dane bought a friend. Yeah. Dane, Dane, you're off the mark. This is your first friend. Proud of you. He D- mustn't have many friends. It's a teammate. Who is he?
3: Uh, Dale Thomas.
1: Welcome. Yeah,
0: thank you for that overwhelming <laughs> <laughs> introduction. <laughs> the 258 game premiership <laughs> yes. superstar from the Carlton and Collingwood football club. All
3: Australian, 258. Yeah, the only so un-
0: the only man in history to play 100 games for both Collingwood and Carlton, um, oh, yeah. and only one of two blokes to ever get fined for swearing an umpire and calling him a cheat. So, <laughs> yeah, know it's great to be here. Thanks <laughs> yeah. for that introduction. Well, I'm oh, glad you
1: did your own introduction. So why you, do th- uh, 258? Yeah,
0: 258 and done. Thanks That's for co- thanks for following my footsteps. You've always been a great mentor yeah, of mine. Oh wow. Yeah.
1: And you said Carlton Collingwood is Captain. that in order of preference or the uh, order that you last played at? Uh, in
0: or, Carlton, yeah, in order of the last played at. Right, yep, I played. What about in preference? Are you a
3: Carlton yeah. or Collingwood <laughs> uh, now? Look,
0: it's sort of alphabetically incorrect to put anyone f- uh, in this modern day in front of each other, Dane. Right. So yeah. we'll just put them all on the level playing field. All right, okay. <laughs>
2: Yep. So after a year with you, okay, let, let me just think this one through. I'm confused. Him. Um, yeah. After of pretzel, coronavirus has got me. I think after a year with you, you're having a 10 year premiership anniversary this year. Yeah, we right. are. Yeah, there could be some earning opportunities.
3: Well, for the for football club, I'm sure they're they're they do, we're doing a big piss up at the Palladium. I think in July. Uh, do you reckon there might, might
2: be something for the players?
3: No, absolutely not. Why do you reckon the players are going to get it? It's all about the footy clubs.
2: Please side this, date.
3: Yeah, of course, no doubt. We be, they won't be giving us an
2: Even for siding?
3: Oh, uh-huh. I wouldn't imagine. Absolutely <laughs> not. Us nothing for
2: nothing. Do you think?
0: Oh, I'll well, tell you what, I've already texted Maxie and said, get some side hustles going. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly, I'm six yeah. months out of the game. I need some coin. This yeah, is where yeah. I'm
2: going. Do you think now, uh, in this particular year, when there's a 10 year anniversary, you'll be saying you're more of a Collingwood player than a Carlton player? Um, It'd be financially worth your while, I reckon, to say. No, I'll, I'll stand by. When's,
3: when's your 10-year reunion for the Wooden Spoon? <laughs> for well, How
1: I'll
3: many have you got? I'll have three of them. Yeah. <laughs> you you, you, got a, you got a big five or six years coming up. You can uh, join oh,
1: Dane in the kitchen.
0: Absolutely. My trophy cabinet is full and so is my kitchen drawer. Um, <laughs> no, look, it's going to be a big year. Of course, 10 years since we won the grand final, so mm. hopefully we celebrate. Yeah, we've done we reunions will. every since the five year mark yeah. So it's nothing uh, new to us But it's going to be good To celebrate
2: <laughs> with the fans
3: Yeah it's a three day well, I don't want to spoil too much But I think it'll be A fairly solid Long weekend
2: <laughs> How many people Are going to be shocked Hearing that from you?
3: Well Not many <laughs> But it's um, It's not just me I think it's the whole side We're going to yes. Have like a A few events One of. will we won't be making it and from well nice too Well, like max not a bad idea get maxy here. To, he was pretty good at it when we were playing but
2: <laughs> give us an example <laughs> no, no 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 not <laughs> at all on. no
3: no no well
2: well sort of like a, a a boutique supporter catch up before a function or something like that
3: um yeah for the right price man I'll go anywhere <laughs> and now dales just out of the game he'll understand too that
0: he needs to go anywhere as well hey kevin just out of the game it's been really good to be completely honest yeah. with you um you know, footy to me was always something I loved and enjoyed, but I was always well aware that one, it would come to an end, and two, there was a lot more to life outside of life than football. So did he helped you learn that along the way. Well, he actually did, in and not the sense that people think of just going out and getting on the turps yes. and having a good time, but just understanding that you're going to play the game for a short period of time in your life, and then your mates are your mates, and your family is your family outside of that. So. The relief of not having to rock up the pre-season and not having to do the old pinch test every time you have a beer or KFC. Or, How well are you
3: going? Oh,
0: I'm a fat, slow mess at the <laughs> minute. Um, you know those little, um, like the old men that get the beer belly and yeah. they, they've got the skinny yeah. arms and the loose skin? <laughs> I reckon that's a path I'm heading down at the minute. Oh, well, you look wild. Obviously,
3: I follow you, you on social media. You cover it well, media. though,
1: today.
0: Thank you very much. You yeah.
3: look like you're enjoying yourself. You, you become a professional golfer.
0: I, well, I'm not far <laughs> a off. A professional I, drinker. I play four times a week, and obviously, once you play golf, you go in for a couple of jars after the game, mm-hmm. and most golf courses have a nice palmer, so I'm doing, working my way around the circuit right. on that. Where's the best one? I don't play golf. Uh, so, uh, no. Commonwealth Golf Club's got a really strong palmer and a good pot as well. you yeah. yeah. remember anywhere? Uh, I've just signed up at Commonwealth, believe <laughs> <I>. <laughs> <laughs> That may have
2: Excited. been cash for comment. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can i can not believing. It? Isn't, it, isn't it a card for comment though at Commonwealth? You're not allowed to take cash into the bar there. Yeah, you're correct. Of course wow. you
1: would know that, Ralph.
2: In this day, age, the world's has world gone. I told you, I'm, I'm you Jewish on my accountant's side. He's a bit
1: hoity-toity this time. <laughs> <one. laughs> Absolutely. What other things are you members of? What other clubs are uh, you just members just know of? people. Well, oh.
2: yeah. I'm not, not a
3: member like. of anywhere. Anyway, so, uh, so you've,
1: you've jungled straight after playing. I uh, did.
2: Which, which our friend did here as well. So can we just get a bit of comparison talk, please?
0: How would you enjoy that? It was an interesting experience. I'm sure you can probably uh, tick off a few of these mm. things. But the boredom levels you experience in there, it's it's a genuine shit show. You sit there. I did <laughs> yeah. 11 days without doing a challenge, which yeah. means you wake up, you At roll up. At the start? Up. No, in the middle period. Middle period. Yeah, so... Uh, Wake up, roll my sleeping bag up, go roll Rhonda's up because I was doing that for her because um, she's slightly older and I'd give her a hand. Right, rolling
2: her sleeping bag up is not a euphemism. It's, yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> certainly not, no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I wasn't taking it there, your words. Um, <laughs> I'm and just, then just I, stating wow. it's a fact. I literally rolling sat by the fire. A couple of years ago, maybe.
3: <laughs> okay, Jeez, well.
0: This is, this is taking a turn. Anyway, back well, to my story. To and, <laughs> 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 and did nothing for 11 days and. I'm not the, you shouldn't leave me alone with my thoughts at the best of times. <laughs> right. So I've, I, yeah, I pretty much did me pill in for 11 days, you know, thinking about what's going on back home and then what am I doing with my life? And yeah. Where's my life going? It's
1: Was it a good, a good, a exp- uh, good chance for you post football to sit there and kind of reflect and, plan i guess dane said he had some multi-million dollar ideas in his head yeah. he just couldn't write them down yeah I didn't well have a that's a, of paper that's the was thing it good in the end or, or really no th- well that
0: part of it was because you never <laughs> in this day and age do you get yourself you know in that position yeah. of actually giving yourself time to think and properly think and unpack and repack your life in a sense mm. so to have that was amazing um but at the same time you know you would have loved a phone or a yeah, flick the telly on him. Go <laughs> yeah. for a, I would have read a book. That's how bad I was getting. Um, <laughs> I love
3: reading books. Yeah. Sam, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mate, I, this is, you know, Dale spoke to me before I so said he was going on. Or no, like, I told everyone I was going on. So it's no big deal then. I tried to give him some advice. Like, did you fill that book out properly?
0: The one on the way in. Yeah. Big, mate, well, you told me to sort of like do the right thing and put down some injuries and whatnot so you could get some time yeah. out of camp. <laughs> I forgot to Sorry. go the day I was I was okay, so, I
2: more more info please come on
0: No because you like, do a, you do fill in a questionnaire that he's dead set like a book. Yeah. It would be fifty pages. And
3: because um for instance I didn't I couldn't be fucked doing it. So <laughs> oh, really I, Yeah, so I was like pick as you do it and then like he rang me for a couple of things and like for instance which I think I told Dale that like, he wrote down my favourite meal is steak, but all you get in there is red meat and like you might get kudu or fucking deer or ostrich or whatever it is. So all you get is meat. So I said, when you come out, you want something like a pasta or lasagna or something that you haven't had for ages. Because I got out and got a steak. I was like, well, I'm fucking eating this most days. So it's not a big deal. And the other thing, what it was, they asked me for my favorite movie, which I've told them before. And I wrote Babe Pig in the City 2. <laughs> and I never, and for my birthday, my birthday was when I was in there. So they go, we're going to show you, your, we're going to, Dane, we're going to watch the camp, watch your favorite movie. And it came out Babe Pig in the City 2 And I'd never seen it And I was like And it was so dark (laughs) Have you seen that movie How did the others go It's so dark in there It's like Those poodles A prostitute (laughs) (laughs) Mate mate, She's she's Slutting herself All around the Mate it's not well that Babe Pig in the City Is a very dark movie And I'd never seen
0: it before And they're going This can't be your favourite movie I was like I should, have filled, me. I should have filled that out properly well i had one a, a pretty large weekend and i had to go in on the monday and fill the form out so i reckon i had about three hours sleep and i rolled in and it, it goes forever and i was yeah. dead set as all balls so i sat there and i was just writing the most random shit that you could possibly think mm-hmm. of similar to what you've obviously said there i think my favorite meal i put down was snails with red wine because <laughs> like, i do like snails yeah. um but I didn't realize that this meant for like when you get out, yeah, they're gonna exactly, give it yeah. to you. Yeah. And they're like, you know, what's your favorite music? And I was like, right, and you know, all sorts of weird shit. So we're sitting in the camp, and like every you know, one of the off days, they might play a song to wake you up. And so I was like, oh this is my song. Yeah. It's like, what's your song gonna be? I'm like, no idea. And then everyone's talking about their favorite meals. You know, <laughs> what are you gonna get when you get out? And I was like, I think I'm getting snails. <laughs> <laughs> what did you get? I didn't get snails. I think <laughs> fuck, I got a steak. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, again, so, same thing.
3: Yeah, so that was. The- That was one problem, man. Did you get any... Massage or any, f- any No, I, again I forgot, forgot all of
0: your advice and mm. just wrote down like no not important not applicable. Yeah, yeah. For what? Oh, yeah. It's a, a 50 page document. Yeah, huge. Yeah. Hung over, please. And no, and we had done that since school. Yeah. Well, we is Jake still that.
2: looking after or ju- as in your manager? Paul, yeah, Paulie yeah, is still yeah. looking so after. So you didn't me. get him to, you actually wrote it yourself. You didn't Yeah, get well, mate. Your manager, you know what? Like. He's
0: not in the office. He's yeah. he was at the Super Bowl somewhere. I did run into I did run into Paul at the Super Bowl. Correct. That's what I'm talking about. Really yeah. forgot who the talent is those blokes.
2: <laughs> and what did you learn from the jungle, as far as um, as far as what you would have what'd you done? Eat as, what'd you eat as well?
3: Yeah,
0: um, the only I only did one challenge and I ate two testicles, yeah. goats yeah. testicles, and one of them it dead set exploded on my face. Oh, it was freaking sad. foul, Sam. <laughs> well, <laughs> um, what did I learn?
1: Oh. I, no,
3: sorry, oh. do, do you want me to learn? So leave? if anyone
0: can relate,
1: well. I've I've had testicles explode <laughs> on my face yeah, yeah, before, yeah. and absolutely. it is foul. You're yeah, right. Absolutely. So there you go.
3: Um,
0: <laughs> <laughs> we'll steer clear of that one. Ralph's not coping. <laughs> <laughs> um, what did I learn? Heart, so I so testicles, okay. So, so you sorry. only did one food challenge. Yeah, so I did one food challenge and only had to eat one thing. Just a quick timeout.
2: Have you, have you realised the difference yet between podcasting and doing radio?
0: Oh, mate, I did a podcast with um, Nerily Meadows <laughs> yesterday, and this has taken a very different time. Oh, I reckon
2: it be a bit more serious. It was slightly than what we more do. up and down than the one yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> well,
0: Sorry,
3: I'm breaking food. out cold. Yeah. man.
0: Oh, mate, yeah. So I did the, the challenges. Um, with the snakes, and I you're got, not
3: obviously not a big fan of snakes. Well, I
0: man, I cried on that show more times in the th- thirty days I was there, and I have my whole life. That's I,
1: why you fill out the booklet. I turned Dale? into a, no. Well,
0: I didn't. <laughs> oh, I'm scared. <laughs> of, scared of puppies I'm and pillows. Puppies and that. That. Yeah, yeah, pillows. Exactly. Well, I am though. <laughs> 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 this thing's terrifying me. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I did a uh, one of the things with snakes, and they tricked the shit out of you because the first thing it was like, oh, this is a fun challenge. So it was like in a circus situation. We went through, we we're squirting balloons, like getting electrocuted. A bit of fun. And next minute like they've worked you up and then just bang you know go put your head in the snakes and I was like oh mate had a full conniption started bawling me eyes out. <laughs> like, I can't do this and it's like no no I'll be right and then 10 seconds later I was sobbing again it's yeah. full on
1: isn't it there's a difference between being scared of something and having a, a fear yeah like watching Tom, Tom Williams go through that snake challenge I was I was holding my breath for him. Because
2: you've got weird compassion for other people, haven't you? I
1: do. I'm a bit of an empath.
0: I'm scared of a couple of guests in there. <laughs> <laughs> a couple of celebrities.
1: That's,
0: that's I'm starting to cry. And cry. You, you don't go to, like, if you're proper scared of something, like, yeah. sna- I freaking hate snakes. You right. just you don't choose to go near no. them ever. You spend your life mm-hmm. avoiding them. Do you eat them like snakes alive that not? i will have the lolly snakes. Yeah, I'm not yeah, that yeah. petrified. <laughs> yeah. um, so to do that and to be forced to do it, and yeah. then you're in an emotional yeah. state anyway because no. you're, 30 days not up, eating yeah, you and, and you're all wound up, so they proper play on your emotions and your feelings. How much I, weight do you lose? Yeah. I lost seven and a half, but I put on nine to go in, and I reckon I've put a f-
3: yeah, that's, what I, that's yeah. Pretty much what I did.
0: Yeah, they in the meeting, which is what you want to hear when you've just retired. I went in for the first meeting and they're like, Look, if you do go in, start eating now because you're way too skinny. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you beauty. Try <laughs> 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 drive yeah, home yeah. from golf swing through KFC, that's exactly
3: right. Some people like, but I don't drink coffee or smoke or something, but. You know, some people in my year were like, no, I started to wane off like coffee and, and food to get used to it. I was like, I don't want to smoke or drink, but I was like, fuck that. I went the other way. I was like, I want to eat as much shit as I can. So I've got a little bit of store for the fat stores in there. and I had plenty of fats. I'd raised a ton. I was, like, I was 101 <laughs> when I walked in there. You no, know, you weren't. A new mattress. Yeah. Really? Yeah, walked out at 87.
1: A hundred and one. Dana yeah. can't imagine that on you. And, well, Dana, Dana I'm said,
3: fucking slowly trying to get me way back up there now.
2: <laughs> Dana said one of the appeals to him for the jungle was that he's world class at doing fuck all. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, what was the appeal for you in that respect?
0: Um, mine was just timing. I had sweet FA on at that point. Um, <laughs> Getting an well, earn probably helps too, Rob. Well. Yeah, well, <laughs> so you don't make your money, you're playing, playing a footy. Um, um, I f- literally had nothing on him because it, like, years past. it has been later in the year. So this year it was just in January. So... You know, I was literally doing Sweet F.A. I thought, why not? Um, and the beauty of that was, I got to meet some good people, mm. as you know, Dan. You do actually, people you'd never associate in normal life or never cross paths with. Yeah. You yeah. make some friends with. You don't have to tell us who the fuckwits were, but tell us who the, um, who the bloke no, who, who no, the, people, just,
3: you, the people you're still in contact with, your, your friends. Well, so you that, can tell us who the wits are if you
0: want. The yeah. per, that Perez guy, him and I are like, obviously from two different worlds. Yeah. He's a Hollywood reporter. And could, a,
3: get the one from America who, who won't listen to <laughs> oh well. Apparently mate. he's a big fan of this podcast. He would be. Um, so he's s- no good. He was no good. But like Tom Arnold was a, I don't want to say, coat? Yeah, 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 he was a coat. Just yep. dif-
0: just American different people. They just mm. don't understand Australians or our humour or, you know, and we were a pretty close-knit family when he came in there, so that was interesting. The good people, Miguel, obviously, I spent a long time with I him. I love Miguel. Rhonda, she was a pisser. Rhonda and Miff Warhurst are absolute legends. Mm-hmm. Um Tom Williams, him and I are pretty like-minded on most things. To be completely honest, I didn't really dislike anyone apart from the Perez dude. Yeah,
2: he didn't mention Billy Brownless. Does that mean he had a problem nah, with
0: Billy, <laughs> mate, he woke up next to me and had his balls flying <laughs> around everywhere. It was freaking disgusting. Oh,
2: I worked with him for a dozen years. He was yeah. a pisser of a man. Did you rush hour with him, did you? I did yeah. the rush
0: hour with Billy straight out. That was Jesus, good. How'd that go? There would have been an Mensa meeting right there. <laughs> <laughs> a few rockets got sent into space. <laughs> yeah, we we
3: were.
0: <laughs> very, very smart people. Um, what no, surprised Billy's you a, about Bill? What surprised me about Billy... Doing radio with him or The Jungle? No, the Jungle. <laughs> um, not a whole heap, yeah. to be honest. I've worked with Billy before, so it was actually really nice you to see get... He's
3: what you get, it probably seems like. Yeah, Bill. exactly. And it's oh, actually nice, nice like to that.
0: go into <coughs> something like that with someone you actually know. So yeah. it was it was brilliant having there. He was almost, you yeah, know, not a father figure, but someone just to lean on And we just sit back and watch camp unfold and shake our head at all the birds, trying to get some camera time. time and whatnot. Yeah, exactly. Oh, no
3: yeah. Yeah. Was
1: there anyone um, that you went in there and knew as a I guess you're a footballer so people know who you are was there anyone that you went in and you knew of them but you didn't know them and you already had a, per- a perceived idea of them and then it was very different when you got to know them
0: that's Charlotte Bird from Geordie Shaw. yeah so I watched the first season of Geordie Shaw when she was on it mate she is the best bird in the history of the world she's really? she's not from this world she's a completely different person she's <laughs> I, I, she's almost an alien. Bonkers, she yeah. just does not give a single shit about anything. She's like, this is how I am.
2: All of a sudden, yeah, into <laughs> it. Yeah. yeah, no,
0: she was a she was a ripper. So, and obviously, watching the show, I was like, you know, how much of this is going to be for the cameras? Yeah. How much of this is going to be, you know, put on, or how much of it's real? It is just straight up, this really? is who I am. She's a
1: great bird. So yeah. if you
2: did an early Meadows podcast, yes, so I dare say you would have touched on this angle, uh, this story. <laughs> so we'll, we'll go a slightly different angle, probably to the same story. So you, you, you're cult and drinking band during the year and you're doing it tough. And, and, and your, your, your friend chimes in on social media. Can I read you what he wrote? <laughs> Dale Thomas being unavailable to play is not a punishment. I'd ask to be suspended for the rest of the year. I'd drink a quarter time if I played for Carlton. Uh. How much help was that to you? <laughs> well, it was a lot not more <laughs>
0: helpful from a, than a tweet from a bird who was at the event yeah, who yo, came exactly. out on a <laughs> yeah. Thursday hey, and said, Don't worry, I'll put it on this podcast for I love well,
2: Georgia Love. On yeah. our last on our last podcast <laughs> yeah. I put it yeah. quote unquote Dibba Dobba.
0: Yeah, well yeah and Dibba Dobba's <laughs> wear nappies, we all know that.
3: Yeah, Let's keep no, it
2: really no mature. To,
3: just to get your fifteen minutes of air, just to try and get to a bit more um,
0: airtime for you
3: know
2: it's not, it's not on. No, it's, it's it isn't. You, you, it, you see what he said down that tweet. I like it. No, uh, look. <laughs> some, some, well, like, at that
0: point, I was in complete like lockdown mode. Yeah. I was underground. My phone was coronavirus. Ring. That's <laughs> how much lockdown he was in. I <laughs> did not. Yeah, that's it. I wasn't allowed yeah. to breathe on it. I certainly yeah. wasn't allowed to breathe on a little machine that would tell me what numbers I was blowing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, car that That turned out to be an absolute debacle. It was a.
3: Do you think that was the beginning of the end? <laughs>
0: um, well, not really. Not it really? was the beginning of the end for Brendan Bolton. Yeah. <laughs> sort of, he got sacked a week later. And to be completely honest, I think that was almost convenient for the club that I did stuff up because I got to be the little red flag in front of the media whilst right. they were moving some parts behind the uh, yeah. scenes. So, yeah, I came out at 37 at Windy Hill and I think the ones didn't kick more than 37 points <laughs> against Essendon. And, Suckers. And then Tegy became um, coach. We won six of the last ten. They call me an alcoholic and I'm pretty much a visionary. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Basically. Do you think I, – I have a, a strong opinion. I kind of not grew up but from the age of 17 I've been around football clubs and I know footballers from a different perspective than people – you know, they paint all footballers with the same brush. I think that um, they're a little bit hard done by and a little bit too much pressure put on them, you'll know. You go into the system as a young 17-year-old, just because you're good at football doesn't mean you're going to be a good citizen of the world and, you know, you're still working your shit out in the public eye. Back in the day, you could have a fag at halftime and... and, What? uh,
3: That's a cigarette. It's a dart. I was going to say, Sam. You could
1: suck a dart at halftime.
3: Hey, hey, listen, we fucked up one podcast. We don't want to fuck up another one.
1: Look, if you wanted to have a fag at halftime, good for you. (laughs) It was Mardi Gras last week. Anyway, you could do that and you could have have a beer and it was a lot more relaxed. And these days it's so strict on young blokes coming into the system and they're expected to conform so quickly. Do you think that that's why people do run off the rails?
0: 100%. There's no doubt that, you know, you take a kid who's lived his life a certain way and then you sort of have to, you're right, conform. You have to Mm -hmm. do it, you know, even if you're 28 or 32 like I was at the end. It's almost like school. You're told what to do. You're told where to be. You're told how to act. You're told how to dress. So for young kids coming in, and then they just want to live their lives a little bit. It's mm. bloody hard to do, and that's why you see some of them stuff up. Um, because you, you know, at 18, no one's got their life sorted out. No, no one's got whether you're playing elite level sport or not. So chuck all this stuff on top of it, you're bound to get stuff ups. And considering how few there are, I reckon it's testament to the players and the clubs. But mm. the media don't seem to see it like that, and that's an excuse for them just to jump a lot on of them and don't get caught too.
3: But I think the
0: best that's uh, after the battle.
3: Yeah, I think the best uh, Clubs who are the most successful and who succeed are the ones who actually treat their players like adults and let them, you know, a lot of people like drinking bands and like, all right, we're allowed to drink. And it's not all about alcohol, it's about just relaxing, doing whatever you want. But like, a lot of them say, all right, we're going to be boys in six weeks, we've got to function That's the next time we're going to be able to drink. So people, they fucking wait till six weeks and they go, ape shit, they drink for three days and then, sure enough, something happens and they get in trouble. But I think the best clubs are the ones with the culture of real right. Are you? You're 25 years old. If you want to go go away for the weekend, or you want to go over a beer, or you want to play golf this day, or you want to, I can do a stupid podcast, or you know treat you like an adult. They're the ones with the best culture and They're the ones who generally are up the top of the ladder. The ones who are playing shit out, they go into panic mode. They go right, oh no, we got to bunker down. You can't do anything. You can't be seen. You know, pissing off sponsors and stuff like that. And that's when it just. You eat yourself from the inside.
0: And we all know what it's like. If you get told not to do something, yeah, you don't all, press like, the button. Yeah, oh. that's it. Don't press mm. the button. Okay. Well, what yeah, happens? Exactly. <laughs> or, you're yeah.
1: still 19-year-old boys. Whether you're playing football <laughs> <laughs> or you're in an accounting firm, you're still a 19-year-old guy, bloke, kid, whatever. You're still going to want to do the same yeah. things. It's well, just you've, that people you've have got you. have got to live your life. You. Exactly and football right. is
0: so intense when you're in those four walls that, you know, a lot of it is trying to get away from that yeah. in terms of, Catching up with your mates, doing what they do, so you can be somewhat yeah, normal. Yeah. So when that's removed, it makes it very tough.
3: And some yeah. people do it differently. Some people's getting getting, they'll start a cough over. Oh, <laughs> I'm getting a bit yeah. patchy too. Um, some people right. some people like to go out, go out for dinner and have a bottle of wine. Some people like to go out to four o'clock in the morning and try and do their best in a nightclub, um, like a young single kid. Like some what they just want to do. go play golf. Yeah, like some want to play golf on a on a weekend off instead of doing recovery. You know, some it takes all types but. um but, yeah, that's what I think clubs need to – I know I guess a lot of clubs are good at it, but clubs can be better at just letting players um, release from footy by doing different things that help them relax and make them play mm. their best footy.
2: So, so what Dane's just said, and I'm as a complete outsider, but that almost to me sounds like it described Brendan Bolton because he's a, a real uh, hard-working guy who's made it uh, through that system at Hawthorne and so forth. And when he's bunker down mentality was to just work harder and be more and more intense. And do you think in hindsight maybe being a bit less intense might have helped?
0: Yeah, hindsight's a beautiful thing. To Boltz's credit, he couldn't have done anything more to or do it his way anymore. So when you rest your head at the pillow at night, like I'm sure he does, he goes, "Well, I gave it a red hot crack. I did it my way. I ticked every box. I you know did everything to the letter. It just didn't work." And um unfortunately that's just how it is sometimes sometimes a group responds better to blokes who are more relaxed and more laconic which you know comparing bolts to teagy that's certainly what happens mm. you know and in footy clubs you can't sweat the little stuff too much you can't put the same importance on you know making sure your locker room's clean as you do on how you kick the footy around the park because yes you can have the cleanest locker room in the world if you can't kick <laughs> it and catch it no one gives a shit <laughs> yeah, you exactly. get sacked so yeah there's so many little things that you need to figure out and again you know but being a senior coach in this day and age. You gotta be mad, don't you? Oh, you've got to. Questions have to be asked because the players go well or the team's going well, the players get all the credit, the team goes it's like bizarre, a busted ass, it? and yeah, exactly. you're the one out the front facing can't it right? all Can't
3: sack players mid year. Well, well, That'd be a well, different <laughs> <Yeah, well,
0: laughs> We almost can. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think
3: uh, we're close to playing on?
0: Oh, well, if I they had if, said yeah, but like if there was a spot, well, it's hard because I was realistic that it would have been touch and go, and to be yeah. completely honest, it was touch and go for the last few years. Yeah. I was playing some okay footy, then had a really good year, so I knew I was safe that year. You know, safe's the best word. Yeah understanding that, you know, really for the footy club, for me not to play on was the best thing in terms of if they saw the development of the younger kids and I was holding a spot out, so they didn't need me for that or the development anymore. So for me not to be there is a good thing for the football club. Could I have played on? Well, yeah, my form stacks up and everyone knows that I could still play at that level. Was I going to be there when they win their next premiership? Absolutely not. So you're a victim of being in a shit club. Well, I'm mean just not, a,
3: not like just a club who's not well because that's what yeah. a club's not winning. Cause that's what happens once you if
0: they were in a premiership window, I would exactly, have been. Yeah. I, I believe yeah. I still would've been well, there to because, play
3: finals or ninth or something like that where they'll well if they I, you know if you've got a bloke players.
0: who's played 260 games and still playing good footy as a backup, that's a pretty good proposition to have. Yeah. Whereas you know in the position they are, where they're trying to launch and get games into players still and have players hold down a spot for the next five six years, you probably don't need older blokes like me. Know, just yeah. holding so their preference their
1: spots. was just to develop the younger guys while they've got the opportunity. There's no really, there's no flag on the horizon, so let's use this time to develop our younger players rather than keep people like And Dale that's around. sort of what I yeah.
0: understood it to be, which sits completely fine can with it. Did you see
3: it. any improvement in them this year?
0: Well, they have to improve. They can't really go backwards. they um, finish on the bottom? Uh, second bottom, I think. Oh, so they can. <laughs> well, yeah, they can. Um, Stickler for detail. No, look... I watched them against Collingwood in the, an actual practice match, which full footy had went out and uh, did me research. Was that when? You, was that for work or for? No, that was just off my own bat. Well, you go? Yeah. Ten years ago, no. I wouldn't have predicted that though. It was a cashy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I went and saw them. There's some signs they have like the talent on the list and the you know you look at Cripps, um, Walsh. They're two of arguably the better players in the comp, and one's at the start of their career, one's yeah. halfway through it. So that's when you need to be making the most of what you've got. Harry McKay could be anything. Charlie Kerner, if he gets fit, could be anything. Mitch McGovern could be anything. But again, these things all need to come together for them to improve. Will it happen this year? Look, I think they're in a position to be somewhere between sort of 14th to that sixth spot on the ladder, depending how well it all goes.
2: Right. Well, we got you in because you've been kind enough to come in because of your premiership teammate and mate. Talk, talk us through the Collingwood years. You, 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 you draft pick two. You walk in the club. All pick the, what, two. Well,
3: draft what'd you, what'd you membership. That? Life membership, yeah. <laughs> so have you made peace with the pies yet? Or?
2: Yeah. Please,
0: from my point of view, there was like there was obviously a bit of beef at the start, but it was almost hammed up because as soon as you leave, you're almost made to hate the club you were just at, and that mm. didn't really sit well with me. It was like, well, I don't really want to hate them. Like, I've just had eight years of good times with them. And then similarly now, it's like you're finished and everyone's like, oh, who do you hate more? It's like, mm. believe it or not, like I've got some good friends at both clubs. I've had some good times some bad times at both clubs. There's almost, yeah, there has to almost be somewhat and of a. Your first hatred.
2: time back at Collingwood recently. What's that? Yeah, experience no, it was, like? it was nice. I was, yeah. to
0: be honest, I was a touch nervous. Um, it was at the AGM, so there's a lot of fans come along to the AGM, and it's 200 fans. And if you're at an AGM, you're a passionate fan because those things are boring. <laughs> does Ed put on a show? Ed, mate, it's Ed. Of course yeah, he does. No, um, so <laughs> to go in and then to be told I was getting life membership, you know, with a couple of the players I played in 2010, it was brilliant. I had to get up and get a speech. And again, I was a touch nervous because I didn't want to get up there. I knew there'd be cameras and whatnot. I didn't want to be sitting there like chit and the mob that I've just come from, like, yeah, it's good to be back, you know, piss them, you know, yada yada. Because that's, that's not how I feel about yep. it all. So, was the coach there? Nathan. Yeah. Uh, Nathan was there. Yeah. How are, you, how are you with him? No, look, again, we're fine. I, yeah. I reckon if we both had our time again um, and we're both big enough and man enough to put our hands up now and say we would have done things completely different and probably handled ourselves differently and spoke about each other differently. But, Water's under the bridge, I've got no beef with mm. Nathan. Yeah, that's good. Either or I. People think I have an issue with him too, but I well, certainly every, don't. It's the whole thing like rap Rat pack and that thing, yeah. thing. we like well,
3: he sacked a lot of my friends, yeah. But <laughs> like, it's his right as a coach and yeah. like, I, pro- I probably see him more socially than I do well, I do see him more socially than I see Mick, but that's just testament to where you're hanging
0: out, though. Yeah, yeah. If you come to Wednesday night, bingo, you'll see Mick with yeah, me. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> Mick and I have a couple of try shanties, turning some alberts. Trying to get that
2: lifestyle. <laughs> well, Dane's previously, uh, and you mightn't have heard it, we, we did a, a season one that probably w- was going well for a while, and then it stopped.
3: It was going well the whole time. Just some fuckwits decided to cancel us. <laughs> but, cancel but,
0: one of our...
2: Dane called you Mick's te- teacher's pet. Talk us through that relationship
0: you had. <laughs> no, I was. Um, yeah. And there's no shying away from that. We got along well. Um, I think mixed sort of – I came obviously under 18s. There was a bit of hype because I was a pick two. The club wasn't going pick so well at know. the time. Pick two. Yeah, it's what? 56 in front of me, if my math is correct. Yeah, draft day was so stressful. <laughs> waiting for the 36 <laughs> seconds for your name to get caught <laughs> <up>. um,
1: <laughs> <laughs> out. Did one? you know? Are you were going –
0: no, I, I, I didn't know, but I knew Mark I wasn't Murphy. going one. Mark Murphy went yeah. one, yeah. So I probably would have been one if there wasn't father son and all that. And you must have, yeah.
2: Just just but but you must have had a fair team at Gippsland with Xavier Ellis and a guy called Scott Pendlebury.
0: Yeah, well, me and Xavier <laughs> were the stars then. Pendle's was just a basketballer <laughs> trying to find his way, who had potential. Still so. is, I think. Still trying to find his way. That's why he's still playing. He's yeah. found it pretty well. Yeah, um, yeah I forgot the question. <laughs> no, no, you must have had a fair team at Gippsland. Uh, yeah, so that was you know Gippsland under 18s was amazing in terms yeah. of. How you want your under eighteen year to go with your aspirations to play AFL footy? For me, it couldn't have been any better. Our team was awesome. I played some good footy. Played Vic Country. Made all Australian. We won the grand final. Got best on, on the, uh, in the granny. Like, in terms of.
2: Once you got the FTT cuts, of getting it. Uh, yeah, yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah, well, yeah, wrong with that? The,
0: the bigger the crowd, the better I play. You know the drill. <laughs> <laughs> Which right. wouldn't be good for me in this climate, <laughs> considering <laughs> I'm not going to play in front of anyone. I used have a contract. Unless it was 40,000, I wouldn't get a kick. Um, yeah, so, yeah, that was amazing. Then get to Collingwood. Right. Um, First
2: impressions of Mick when you walk in the door?
0: Well, I was scared. Intimidating yeah. figure. Obviously, knew a fair bit of him. But the what way. What
2: surprised you about him when you got to know him? Hmm. him?
0: Well, just how he took me under his wing, as said, in. in in a sense, um, you yeah, know, I sort of, my story of not really having a father figure growing up, I think probably related with him and he was pretty keen to guide me through as we talk about sort of what AFL life is. Probably saw I had a little bit of rat bag in me and if, if you know, if I didn't have someone there to pull me up or steer me around, I I could have hit the skids pretty quickly. So, um, you yeah, know, for him to do that and he taught me a lot not only about life but how to play footy as well. I played half forward and played defensive half forward you know, playing under-18s, you don't know what defence is, do you? That's
3: I never did in my whole career. Well, I still don't know exactly. what it is. <laughs> you know,
0: defence is what separates you from the bloody crowd. Yeah, um, exactly. So in that... <laughs>
1: you know, Just so get that one, did you? That, that's a dad joke <laughs> That's yeah. a good yeah. material. Well played that's by you. That's
0: good yeah. material. He's a dad, so. <laughs> I know. It works out. Um, <laughs> yeah, so in that sense, you know, the, a lot of what I then did post, you know, the first three, four years of my career is because of the, you know, two-way running as a wingman, actually getting back to help out defence and then go forward is testament to how he sort of coached me and pushed me along.
2: Ed, you walk in the door, what's it, what's your impressions of Ed? Well, I met
0: Ed on draft day and he sort of, to this day, he spoke to me and Xavier Ellis and Xavier Ellis was touted as going pick two. And yeah. Zav, um, Ed shook my hand, he said, "Oh, you know, all the best, son, and gave me a wink and a smile.
1: <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh, I was like, what,
0: what number did uh, Xavier go? He ended up going three, three. to Hawthorne. So, yeah. And Ed tells his story now, like, he was almost giving me a like, little, we're he taking you, up. but I was, you know... Oversea. An 18-year-old kid from Drew and I was like Eddie McGuire. How good's that? Yes, I who want to be you, mean. Who now.
1: did you follow? Up, um, going. Who did you follow growing up? as a I kid? followed
0: the Cats for a large portion of my um youth, and then Fremantle Dockers for a little bit.
3: Yeah, why is Fremantle Dockers? Big Clive well, Waterhouse. Yeah, big
0: matters. <laughs> no, big Metas. Metas, yeah. the big hurt. waffle stumper. Um, <laughs> 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 I um. You no, I, I sort of, I loved footy, but then, you know, when you, footy's not cool anymore to, you know, wear your jumper around. Yeah. So to all the 45-year-old to 70-year-old yeah. so men you. who still do it, take Mate. it off. But I've, say, I'm at,
3: I've seen people in all parts of the world, like, <laughs> yeah. running around, like, Argentina, like, with, like, a... Footy jumper. Yeah, like, Sam. in uh, LA, just uh, walking around. Oh. I've got a problem with
2: this. I reckon. I do have a problem with it too. <laughs> oh, I reckon overseas you're allowed.
3: Why? Because...
2: <laughs> I do <don't, I> <laughs> You're the only not, one. I enough. Think you're enough if you wear it here, but overseas you're just... So I don't mind if
3: you're wearing, like, a branded... Polo, but not like our jumpers are a bit different to like a NFL. They're like t-shirts. People or, that know, wear
1: oversized t shirt underneath the sign, yeah. with the shirt underneath. So I reckon
2: you're a enoughy if you wear a footy jumper overseas if you're an adult. Close enough.
1: So who? So you uh, supported the Cats, then went Dockers, and yeah. I as d- an eight o- eighteen-year-old kid, did you have an idea of where you wanted to go? I didn't. We just wanted I to didn't get into. I just
0: yeah. All my literal dream of being a kid was to play AFL footy. I was yeah. the kid that ran around, you know, for the first from six, seven, eight, nine with the footy anywhere I went, was like mad for it, would watch footy, then go out and kick the footy in the paddock, just loved it. So to you know, live out a dream and you know, anyone who spoke about my schooling would understand that football was definitely my number one focus. You haven't,
3: <laughs> you haven't jumped back into uni? Oh, I since thought, you've been about retired?
0: thought about it, um, but no. No? Okay, yeah. good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so to, to live out the dream uh, was yeah the highlight. Anywhere. Yeah.
2: Very good. So, Nathan <laughs> Buckley, first impressions?
0: Um, yeah. Well, again, he called me on draft day, and it was like, phone rings, number you don't know. It's like, I probably should answer it. It's mm. draft day. It's like, g'day, Dale. Uh, Nathan Buckley here. <laughs> it's
1: like,
0: yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah, congratulations. And to, I thought it was one of my mates taking the piss out of me. Yeah. You know, I thought I was getting the old prank call, and then, yeah, you know, we'll see you tomorrow. So, I had to go down the next day. Um, Scotty Burns is ringing. All the people who you've essentially watched on tally are now yeah. your teammates and ringing you which is a pretty, bit of a spin-out. So. And, uh,
2: so and Dane Swan, yeah. first impression. <laughs> did, you get, did you get a call from Dane Swan? I, I don't think I got a call from
0: Dane <laughs> Swan, <laughs> believe it or not. So um, first impression from Dane Swan? When did you get <laughs> 2006, 2005. So, yeah, no, yeah, it's was two, no good then. Anyway. He, wouldn't, he wouldn't even yeah. know who I was. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices
1: Do who really yeah. that? That's, That's why we went to know. a prank call, yeah.
2: Exactly. <laughs> what was the first impression of the day one, please?
0: Um, oh, you had that little crew of uh, Stretch and uh, Benny Davies yeah. and sort of you were pretty tight little yeah. uh, pot of – you'd play the good tunes in the gym and Aww. that was the slightly well, little outcasty cool kids. Well,
3: before I got any good. Well, Stretch, yeah, and then you dropped them all. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> 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 yeah,
1: pretty much, yeah. It's uh, weighing you down. No, Stretch Put was like, I'm looking
3: for a place to live. Can I just come st- – live with you just for like a couple of months. Four years later I haven't paid (laughs) a single not one bill, no rent, like nothing. And then I was like, after about four years, I was like, Mainly, mate, just, mate, let's just go halves in the bills. Two weeks later, he was out. <laughs> <laughs> so I was
0: like, fuck righto. Oh. I remember you I had do. that little, uh, was it purple your car that you got around in? No, nah, it was a
3: little green proton satria. <laughs> the thing you just used <laughs> to smash into anything. Oh, man, it was unbelievable. Never got a
0: service once in about six years and, <laughs> mate, he just, just plugged into everything. And then stepped it up from that and got a Porsche. So, yeah, really forgot where he came from, did 20.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I can't remember that suburb. <laughs> yeah,
0: I, I can't, it's gone. It's gone. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs>
3: Uh,
2: and what was your first uh, uh, click, if you like? Hey, my dude, what about my first impressions of Dale? Yes, sorry, good point.
3: Yeah, do you remember him? <laughs> yeah, I do remember him. How could you forget his hair, mate? Yeah. <laughs> tell you, there were some people walk in. You know, usually some people walk in, or most back then. Now it's a bit different because everyone's encouraged to speak up and do the, you know, all that bullshit. But um, <laughs> back then, like most people, most young kids come in and like head down, bum up. Dale was. Head up, bum down, <laughs> stormed in like with. You know, and it was it was good to see. Obviously, he had some uh, some flair to him and had some for a fair bit of confidence, it's fair to say. And he certainly played a lot. So we certainly took notice of him. Scott was the was the one who just put his bum down and, and worked hard and worked on his game. And obviously, he's still playing a day. Must not. be um, interesting <laughs> um, as an
1: eighteen year old being the top of the game. You're King ding-a-ling running around the park where you play. And you know that no matter what you do with that football, it's going to come off good in amongst the team that you're in. And then you step into the AFL environment where you're probably not one of the best. How do you go out there with that, still that confidence and play your game? Because you've been drafted for a reason. How do you not lose that when you go in amongst people like Dane and Bucks and those boys?
0: Well, you just got to try and figure out where you fit in in that environment, which as you say, is tough. It's almost like going from high, uh, primary school to high school. You know, you become the big year six kid mm. finally and you run the show <laughs> and then you pissed off the high school and then you're bottom of the pecking order again so look I always had great belief in what I could do as a footballer um, and then figuring out where that fitted in with the team thankfully didn't take a whole lot of time Um, so yeah I got to play early on in the seniors which certainly helped my progression because you know as much as it is laughed at that I you know was a bit over the top I was still I was pretty reserved and a bit quiet until you accepted into the group we had a lot of Big figures there, you know, Bucks, Paul LaCuria, Brody Holland, Jimmy Clement, Shana Breed, Like they were pretty scary men at that time. And I was Scott
1: Cummings? At
2: Can we know? It? It? Scott, Who? Scott, Who? Scott we're Cummings. Scott Cummings way before. It was, yeah, it was, we can't. He, he wasn't there. Oh, he yeah, was just yeah. there with the coderies by then. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, so in that sense it was you do have to figure out where you fit in. I do remember my first day and um yeah, you know, the highlights they play. You know, yeah, so you get drafted and every, all the draftees get marched in. Um, and they played mine last, obviously, because it was the most. We all tell them to get nude, so <laughs> yeah. look get away, up, nude or jo- yeah, 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 which is, yeah, brilliant. <laughs> they <this> for real. <laughs> Hang on. What? Yes, what?
2: good, good reverse there. So. Sorry,
0: what? Pardon. Oh, we can move on. Yeah, Hello. you asked him <laughs> to get nude. No, it's like pretend hazing. They try, yeah. sort of like try and trick you. Yeah. Anyhow, um <laughs> I'm sure it wouldn't happen in this day and age. I wasn't pretending. <laughs> HR would have an absolute (laughs) field day. You're doing what? Come in here and have a chat. with And so the highlights before mine were a player called John Anthony. John Anthony was not the most skilled player and he played his under-18s at full-back, so all of his highlights were... (laughs) him sort of one-on-one <laughs> punching the ball. <laughs> and then the next one, a long ball. You couldn't really tell which player was, you know, which one's him. Yeah. Oh, there he is. Oh, punched it through. Kicking it out and from a, full back. Yeah, kicking it out from full back. Everyone's <laughs> going, what the <laughs> fuck's <laughs> happening here? And then obviously i was sort of sitting there and i fuck mine and next. I'm going to make this bloke look like an absolute twat. And then I sort of, yeah. Uh, you, know. you did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was taking hangers, had the yeah. blonde hair, yeah. kicking left foot bananas from the pocket. <laughs> and like, okay, a little. How many games did you play in your first year? I played 16. So oh I broke a collarbone. Oh. Missed four yeah. Played a final Played round one Played round one Yeah yeah, so so did you
2: come good the same time that Dale, because Dale was yeah. obviously an instant start. So was and that 2006? So 2006
3: was your yeah, first yeah. year? Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah you, late, you were first good. Yeah, up? I was just coming good then.
0: Late in that year, you were starting to have 30. <laughs> yeah. I oh, was a backman. I think I was playing down back. Half back on a dog. Yeah, yeah. So
3: I think I was leading then? the league in marks after about round four because I was just getting a heap of shit. <laughs> just round <laughs> I was just getting a heap of free shit just round. I don't know why they kicked him because I couldn't kick. So, But I just kept getting the ball. Maybe the opposition was like, let this boy kick it out of the back half because he's no good. But... I took it. I think it was being and Riewold up there for about a month then. Oh, that's not bad. And you know, I slowly Actually, slid just
2: down. On, on our last podcast, Dane spoke about how pre-game, he, he didn't let uh, nerves or, or, or you know the, the, the occasion get the better of him because he said he had two, two hours in him and that was oh, it. I'm yeah. not misquoting, him. No, 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 absolutely.
3: I'd like I tell you what Dale did. Everyone, everyone used to see
0: it. Yeah. Well, Dale <laughs> used to kick with Mick.
2: For yeah, About so an hour before yeah. we we'll go,
3: and kick <laughs> yeah Kick guys. talk in and
0: time, and break each other's fingers, which isn't the best pre-game. <laughs> um, my pre- my game, pre-game probably changed a bit. You know, Obviously, when you haven't played the game, you're more nervous than you know, yep. by the end of your career, you could have woken me up two minutes before and set me up and I still would have been able to do the job. So it probably changed a bit, but I used to use sort of that time as kicking with Mick as almost a bit of time to, All right, oh, this is now. We're in. go and get your job done.
3: Did you have a partner at Carlton? Like a kicking, like, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> okay, <laughs> all inclusive of absolutely. Yeah. absolutely.
0: Um, no, I didn't. Mick you, was there and then he got yeah, sacked, so right, I didn't yeah. kick. No, uh-huh. I, I sort of, yeah, I gave that away. That was almost a gimmick when we everyone expected us to uh-huh. do it, so we did it. And then yeah. once he left, and the coaches didn't like me after that, so that's why I got <laughs> sacked. One thing you
2: didn't get a Carlton, obviously, I'm not being a smart ass, but you, you know, you went there and then they were on the bottom. But you, when you started at Collingwood, you're a young guy on the way up, as other young guys were on the way up on the way to a premiership. Mm. Do you realise in in hindsight how lucky that was that you're all young guys coming through together?
0: Yeah, I thought, um, and again, hindsight and being young and naive, I thought winning was, you know, that's all I'd known. And without sort of pumping myself up, under 12s through under 18s, I literally don't think I didn't play finals. So I thought you played 40, (laughs) you won, you played finals, you either made it through to the granny or you went again the next year. That sort of view changed obviously a fair bit and I had, you know, it doesn't matter if we're rolling marbles across the table. I hate losing, so to understand that and it almost be, or well, it was becoming the weekly thing that was doing me pilling as much as anything. Then chuck in the fact that I wasn't getting a kick, the world was hating on me, I was getting slammed everywhere. It was a bit of a show How fuck was your body? Because you obviously if you, people can't.
3: And do you think? And do you think you would have got to Carlton without Mick? And was there any other clubs? But like, obviously, you don't want to come out and say, "Well, to me, body's cool," because everyone just yeah. goes, "Oh, well." you're being a sook, like deal with it. Like we actually proper fucked or – because you're still playing, no. but you, you try not to – should try and play through because you're big money. Yeah. You need to go out and, and do well, your Well,
0: in, in my eyes, there was an expectation that if you could mm. get on the park on the coin I was on and I'd come across, mm. that I should go and play because I could help the team. Well, going no good, I, was, I wasn't kicking anyone out who was doing better than me. In hindsight, I should have taken probably three quarters of that first year to rehab my ankle, get it back. Get fit, give myself a chance to play the best footy rather than sort of limping through yeah. probably literally the first year of footy and then trying to launch through it the second year because all I did was I didn't play good enough footy, just heaped a heap of pressure on myself and the club. And then, you know, from there, you're sort of pushing shit uphill rather than I could have, you know, they could have handled it differently and I could have said, oh, no, no, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming, and then back myself to play good footy because playing Aussie rules when you're, you know, AFL footy, when you're 100% fit is a tough game. Mm. To do it when you're on, you know, seventy percent, and you can't really run, you can't kick, you can't jump. So for someone who
3: that's your, actu- your skills yeah, that, running, well, jumping. That's, that's it. That
0: anything, was what made me different. So I literally became a run of the mill player because that's all I could do.
2: Back to the fun stuff when you could do all those things. So when when the the privilege of playing for the Magpie Army, what does that mean?
0: Oh, it was unbelievable, especially the era that we had of, yeah. you know, rock up. Uh, that game Ed, Eddie had When we were you know, 48 points down At three quarter time Jared Blair walks through The Adelaide huddle He's played eight games At this point And says the funniest thing is You blokes reckon you're going to win We come <laughs> oh, out They kick the first goal And then we kick 11 unanswered um, Wasn't bad the, you know. <laughs> and then the roof is lit Like the place mm. You could generally feel The place was shaking yeah. um, I talk about the prelim final When we beat yes, Ge- Geelong Geelong up by 60 points At half time And that Collingwood chant starts And again new you're in the middle of the ground, you're sort of looking, what the <laughs> f- what's is going on here? So, yeah, to have passionate supporters who were as invested in anything, um yeah, that was amazing. But again, to go over to another group of supporters. A, it's not
3: a piece, did you get a did you plan a final accountant? No. No. Did we close? Uh, 14th So not really <laughs> Actually well, I wasn't Trying to be smart No no, no, did you know? no we didn't
0: It was yeah. They played finals a year before I got there oh, And okay. then right. um, We gassed it since But yeah. yeah So I've been fortunate Like the Blues fans The last couple of years When we were winning And you know We beat GWS Because it was almost Unexpected yeah, They would jump on Like you wouldn't believe And they're as passionate As the Carlton supporters Have just been starved Of that success
2: The Anzac Day Talk us through Those experiences
0: Yeah again Unbelievable To you know I played my first one After five games Um i had a bit more meaning my path, fought in a war, so I knew a bit more about the day. Um, and then just a you know, 95,000 people in your fourth or fifth game of AFL footy. Huge. Yeah, just incredible stuff. Um,
3: Could you imagine playing in front of no one if coronavirus, like they said this morning, by round five they might not be playing in front of them? Could you imagine Anzac Day running around? Like it would be so hard to get motivated yeah, at any game.
0: Well, imagine, well, that especially, but Anzac Day might be – Slightly different because of the rivalry, but yeah. you're right, it's the crowd and everything around that makes it as much as the day of actually what the day is about. Mm-hmm. To be, you know, think of round 17, you know, Gold Coast v. Whoever else is going like a busted.
2: Mm. Oh, back from Melbourne, I've seen those games, yeah. But, <laughs> but that's it, you
0: know, you get 13,000 at the best time. Imagine playing in front of no one uh-huh. and there's nothing on the line. Like, it'd be training, mate. You could hear, you. Yeah. you literally hear the coach, like, yeah, yeah, when you're a training going, at hey, yeah. Why don't you tackle, why don't you chase
3: to be a nightmare? You'd want some fake noise in just so the coach couldn't yell at you and hopefully <laughs> he's forgotten why he was going to yell at you out halfway through the first quarter, so you gets really the quarter do- time It forgets. really
1: does. The crowd really does affect you, boys. Like, I know that you've said in in the past, you don't hear the heckles. When you're out in the park, you're focused. You can't really hear one bloke going, fucking kick it to so-and-so. No, so do
2: could you ever hear that bit,
1: Carlton? Well, Dave no, it's, said it's, before, you don't really... Yeah, you know, it, it's, becomes, it white becomes white noise. Kind of blur. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd say,
2: Oh
3: well, yeah, it's the opposite. So, like, yeah. it's... When there's 90,000, you can't hear it unless yeah. you're on the goal square. It's when you're playing – the when I was playing in the VFL you in hear front of the little ones. 500, yeah. you hear that one, you hear that one dickhead who's yeah. yelling yeah. at you the whole time. But when there's 95,000, unless you're – I don't even know played. I only play full forward a lot. So unless you're on the goal line, you probably hear the opposition cheer quite having yeah. a go at you. But apart from that um, – The crowd yeah, really it's does in the, it's in the VFL. get you
1: going. That slight segue, only because with the Kings, we – in game one – Sydney the, Kings with si- oh, Sorry, yeah. Sydney yep. Kings. In game one, the crowd was the best crowd that I've – been a part of at the club and then when we went back for game three I think because we got smacked down here in Melbourne the crowd just didn't turn up as much it was real disappointing because it's like you can't just pick and choose when you support and when you turn up because it oh, really does affect A lot of them do. It, I know, but it but really does affect your performance. As, as
0: a team, Though I, I sort of saw a bit of that game. I think I was 16 points down, and then yeah. they started getting on a roll. The crowd gets involved. man yes. 100% makes you play better.
3: Yeah, as no doubt. Like you live. Live. Litter, yeah. 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 A little
0: bit harder on defence Yeah, <laughs> a little bit harder. Mm-hmm.
3: Yep, um, 19th man, yep. if you will.
2: We glossed over it a bit. Give us more about Anzac Day because I didn't know about your connection with your family as well, but also about the way Mick, oh no, Swanee's spoken about this program podcast but obviously from your own perspective the, the way Mick and the whole club would embrace it?
0: Well I think just the way the league embraces it now yeah. but I, you know for the younger boys to come in um, you go to the Shrine of Remem- Remembrance um, and you just get usually they bring a speaker in to speak about the war. I obviously knew a bit about it with my par in World War II but to have someone come in who's obviously lived through um, you know uh, active combat to then explain what they've been through and you sit there going, well, at the end of the day, we're playing a game of footy. But then you're also trying to um, do them proud in a way and you know, play in the way that represents them the best. It does add a bit more to the day for sure. And then the games are generally pretty close. It's on. So it's a, an amazing day. It's done so well. Everyone respectful of the day and that we are just playing a game of footy, but tries to do it in a manner that um, pays homage to Not only those Who've gone before But also people In active service And what that stands for
2: What about when He would turn it on In those games <laughs> yeah.
0: So I just
3: got a text That Coachella's been um, no. No. Co- Coachella's been changed To October 9 10, 11 And October 6th, 17 So it's going to be A lot of footballers that Are going to Run to um coachella.
0: There's okay. yeah. oh, gonna be a lot of <laughs> eggs coming home. There's <laughs> gonna be a lot of hairless footballs coming home. <laughs> I know we shouldn't um make light of this corona thing, but we for can the fir- do whatever we want. Okay, okay. Yeah. Well, <laughs> for, the time, okay, for the first time, For the first time, the time <laughs> <I don't> know. <laughs> oh. In my life, I've been able to do a European summer. Yes. So yeah. I'm starting to plan that How now. Is that? Starting, my misses from Italy. We're about to go to Italy. Like literally, booking block. Mama mia, booking it in. Yeah. Um and the whole that's of Italy saying. is in lockdown.
2: Yeah. yeah. So, so you what were we planning on doing? I
0: was
3: oh. a, so, I, my, so I went away for about eight months my first year out. It just uh, popped away. Yeah, yeah I was <laughs> snuck away. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and then the year after six months, it's getting smaller and smaller every year. But, um, so but, but, but that's because
1: he goes away. He's home for about ten days and then he goes away yeah, for about right. minimum two weeks. So he's... Wow, you gotta well, I you got to do it. Well, I've got a do. job to come it's, back to. I've got to interval. still pay the bills. I didn't
3: want to about, about your job in a second. Um, um, but so, what are you planning on doing? Uh, so,
0: I'm doing the Monaco GP. Start there. <whistles> Jesus, you're hitting a Europe with a bang. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> you save <laughs> your pennies. I can't, Monaco's not cheap. Ah, it's alright. We've done it right, kid. Uh, yeah, <laughs> oh, no, absolutely. Um, into um, Lake Como and then down oh, wow. through. Have Tuscany. skinny. Do you actually know? Like, is Italy going to be reopening? Like
3: a week or surely by no, then? No,
0: I think early April they're pl- planning on lifting that ban, but again, you never know. It's sort of day-by-day yeah. day proposition.
3: Yeah. Have you booked accommodation next? It'd be cheap, wouldn't it? Or can you not actually book accommodation? Well, at the, the minute
0: it's sort of wait and see. We're sitting on our hands ready to go, but well, no the idea
1: of what's how lucky. I found out yesterday I was going to email it to you actually. If you um, book anything now, travel-wise, flights, accommodation, anything, your insurance is null and void because you've booked knowing that there is coronavirus Happening. So if you went anywhere now and when you got over there, say things got worse and say the country went into lockdown and you got stuck there, you can't claim anything on insurance. You can't obviously earn a dollar. So all of your bills and not earning, you can't claim be, that. Wouldn't it wouldn't be insurance. the worst thing being stuck overseas. Well, if if you, you don't have any money. If you though. end up
0: getting crook oh, though you don't and, have you, any yeah. money. and yes. you get proper sick and, and you end up in like yeah, an ICU insurance. or something, yeah. health insurance doesn't cover it. So Nothing. it's sort of seven grand listen, a day. I, um, yes. Well,
3: listen, I, let's, like I said, yes, I'm not a licensed medical profession, Dale. <laughs> professional now. <Dale. laughs> <laughs> are you
0: actually not? No, no. Jesus, because so, you're know. giving me some advice exactly. along the way. <laughs> How do I clean up
3: this yeah. rash? There's <laughs> a good cream for that. Um, Dane would Take know. this pill. That'll sort you out. <laughs> um, might not
1: sort out your rash. <laughs> yeah. but it'll what, sort you out. Coronavirus
3: is just a cold. But if you're older and you have a bad immune system, that's when you're gonna you're more likely to be at risk of and Correct. And a yeah. so fit, healthy man, which we're diabetes. probably not at the minute, we might struggle. But no, there that, that was that old it? man,
1: what is he? The oldest man, he's like 111 or something. And he it was on the news and he said, I'm scared of the coronavirus, but it's not as bad as when I was scared of the Spanish flu, which was like 190 <laughs> <or> something. <laughs> That's experience <laughs> for you. Yeah.
2: 2013. Go ahead. (laughs) AFL star players Dane Swan and Dale Thomas walk into a crime scene in a Sydney hotel. (laughs) Let me read this. Two superstar AFL players from Collingwood Football Club were alerted last night (laughs) as they returned to the hotel in Sydney's eastern suburbs and found it wrapped up in crime tape. But club president Ian McGuire shouldn't lose his temper at the thought of an off-season scandal involving two of his high-profile midfielders. Dane Swan and Dale Thomas are not the (laughs) pair of offenders uh, who robbed the uh, the resort, um, armed with a gun or were we? Large amounts of <laughs> cash. Just they were on holiday in Sydney for the Australian a long weekend, but the Magpie players did bring attention to themselves <laughs> when walking back to the hotel. The Magpie
0: players
3: or player two forty
2: five. The brownlow medalist Dane Swan was spotted by the Daily Telegraph.
0: I got, I got horrific thinking. Dane. That oh yeah, should should be that. That. of course Daily, it was.
2: Using an orange traffic code as a megaphone to yell at passing cars.
0: <laughs> now we we must we must probably this is it's the first time I've of, walked into a crime scene instead of out of it. <laughs> <laughs> we should clear something up there, and it's it hasn't sat well with me um, for this Get long period of time. Uh, Dane wasn't just yelling at cars; he was oh, also oh, yelling at patrons oh, walking. Oh. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yep.
2: So I'll, I'll finish the article um, So imagine how quickly They they straightened themselves up When a mess of police detectives And a dog unit Turned up and up the- Tell
3: yeah, go So we straightened up So oh, yeah. Swanee and <laughs> Daisy Approached
2: the uh, steps Accompanied by two young ladies In brackets One believed to be Swan's partner Taylor Wilson The Taylor De- Telegraph Asked how their long weekend was going Thomas <laughs> <It> was. <laughs> was shocked by the Sydney journalist Used his nickname And replied Oh crap He called me Daisy <laughs> But the pair found The funny side of the situation Joked about being identified As AFL stars in Sydney Police allowed Swan Thomas and the two ladies To uh, duck under the crime suit tapes And return to their room Meanwhile, mm. investigators are still searching for two armed offenders. Well, f- a, f- a few things about that. Yes, so it, was, it all.
0: It was me who was yelling through the traffic going. <laughs> um, it was you know, one of those long walks back. We were at North Bondi at one of our mate's houses, yeah. and we decided to walk back, um, So, which was a, obviously a smart decision. We yeah. had a couple. Yeah, the
1: evening air. Well yeah, just to yeah. uh, freshen up. Take
0: in the uh, yeah. beautiful... Surroundings uh, of Bondi that's Beach. That's it, the ambience. Um, yeah. So I thought I'd just add to the night yes. and just you know, carry out a few songs on the way <laughs> yeah. and give some Cunt. advice to uh, anyone who was give, listening. Give some
3: passing entertainment <laughs> to, the, to
0: the... No, that's it, yeah. There's a lot the of people, buskers the down there. And yeah. Yeah, obviously no one paid me any money. Yeah. But we, we <laughs> turned the corner. I think I still had the, yeah. the traffic cone sort of up here. You know, hey, what's going on? <laughs> just carrying on like a pork chop. <laughs> and there was dead set, like... The flashing lights, there's cops at the ready, like, <laughs> ducking around corners. Holy shit, what have we
1: done? Did you done? panic a little bit? A little bit of came I out? I
0: was like, it's like,
3: yeah, it was like when Eddie or Mick or Bucks would bring me on a Monday Other, I was like, fuck, what have I done here? I completely right. right. so We'd had We'd had a couple, so I was like, shit. Um, what have we done? We are staying here. Uh-oh. And well, then, obviously, and the it bu- wasn't us, I don't and think. And obviously,
0: not that anyone would do this, but, you know, to have – we had um, both the girlfriends at the time and mm. walking back in with them and then it's speculated that they were just two Blombirds, one <laughs> allegedly. Random, so yeah. I imagine if they weren't, <laughs> would have been probably yeah, taken Very unlucky. <laughs> <laughs> Don't have to be stiff to be dead. Yeah, yeah,
2: dead, exactly. to be re- dead to be stiff. <laughs> <laughs> I read the article first before reading it out. Just a bit uh, um. uh, Yeah, so we haven't even spoken about playing in a premiership with, uh, with uh, Swanee. and the two grand finals. Talk us through that, as in those two grand finals. the Three. Tourer. Yeah, I mean, no, right. as in the same year, the draw and the, uh, and the win.
0: Well, yeah, the, what do you start with? Um, well, obviously the start. Um, <laughs> the, f- the first one was sort of so bizarre and you sort of – I am still mixed the first and second same. ones up a little bit because I haven't gone back and watched them in their entirety. To, you know, you prepare yourself all week, or I did, thinking, you know, you hope like shit you're going to win, but there's an understanding that, geez, if it all goes tits, we're probably, you know, we lose and that's going to suck. And then you get yourself out of that mindset. You get yourself. You prepare as best you can. You hope you play well. Which you know you get to half time, You have getting a bit of the footy or whatnot, or you start well. It's like how good's this? Everything's going to plan. To then get to the end of the game and it be a draw. Well, we were, how else were we up by that? I outside? think we're up by a bit, twenty odd points maybe. Right, yeah. um, and then you know it starts going pear <coughs> shaped pretty quickly, and we hang on and it's a draw. And no one in there, you know, no one prepared for a draw. Not the AFL. No, it's just the most bizarre um experience ever the dunnies in our change rooms exploded because too many people had had a shit in there <laughs> so shit literally i was yeah. gonna say shit at the fan but shit at the carpet yeah, shit at the carpet um <laughs> so we had to go to another set of change rooms it, the whole maxi's getting up there going let's play five more minutes what an absolute he was if we had to play five minutes we wouldn't be sitting here as premiership players um so <laughs> and then that well, we next, probably got an extra 30 each to come about the next Yeah, week. well it, it wasn't <laughs> the worst result <laughs> But then to come back the next week and it to go to plan, yeah, you know, we probably, arguably, and I say this a lot, we got as close to losing a grand final as you ever could without losing it, and yes. I think the Saints got as close to a winning one. Mm. Um,
3: What's
2: well, about to the ball? Yeah. How many? Well, times Benny do you Johnson know?
0: argues, Zach. Benny Johnson goes, "Here's the right
3: thing," and he let out, "What about the <laughs> ball that stopped on a dive, bounced straight up, bounced straight and straight over his head, then to Milne to go right." Yes. So, so if Ben Johnson was here, he would argue that he goes. He goes, "He's sick of people old defending him." He goes, "He's sick of people saying the ball bounced. The ball went." Milne, he goes. If you watch that clip,ie Jono busted off. him out, got out, got in front, a half halfway, went bounced on the point of, his, of the, the ball, bounced straight up over his head and went behind him. So, so there was a second bounce. Mm, there was a second spitter. Right, yeah, a second.
1: How <laughs> so many times um, has a grand final drawn in history? Do you Three. Know? Three.
2: Right. 48, 77, and that's the last. That's one why ever. we. That's
1: why we have Ralph here. Yeah, yeah, that's why we got. Jeff I know Spurgers. you were wondering.
0: Yeah. Uh, and then the next week went to plan. We won by yeah almost ten so. goals, carrying on. Halfway through the last quarter, which was, you know, you don't, the week before, you yeah. didn't have a chance or I didn't <laughs> to take any no. of it in. It yeah. was, you know, head in the hole. Every ball was, you know, as hard as you could possibly go because it could have been the difference in the game. The last 10 minutes was, you know, proper junk time, yeah. turn around, like fist pumping in the crowd, waiting for the cheers, hugging each other. It was yeah. as I'm, good of a grand final as you. I'd certainly rather win by 10 goals than yeah. win by a point.
3: I remember, oh. did say, I remember, did grab like, a couple of us, as we were breaking a three-quarter time, said, boys, whatever you do, just start playing like boundary <laughs> umpires. Don't get hurt. <laughs> We've got a bit of celebrating to do, so I no hard balls in, this <laughs> half in the last quarter, boys. And we didn't. I didn't touch it. So,
1: <laughs> I've got an, a, an ignorant question, but um, does the squad have to remain the same? Or did it remain nah. the same? Or is nah, there a rule around it. that? No, Liam <laughs> so,
3: Davis yeah, come out and goal goals, came out and yeah, kicked the first goal. 81 bucks.
1: Where, where? His <laughs>
3: mum was Dang. on it James Demson
0: would have been pumped. <laughs> <laughs> have Empire? Um Yeah so But there's things like that I think Presti pulled out Of the first one So he was And Nathan Brown came in To the take his I spot. know Presti didn't pull out a lot <laughs> Oh fuck's uh, No, nah, He played like 300 games In a mm. row I think Which yeah, Danny's yeah, alluding absolutely. to don't, <laughs> don't let that go any other way He was a stalwart Who never yes. missed games yep. um, You're welcome sorry. <laughs> um, So he put like stories <laughs> like <laughs> that and, and grand finals are riddled With those you know, what could have been, what yeah, what yeah. wasn't. So for us to have won one, arguably, you know, we should have won the next year as well. Yeah, um, we should have. Podsy Adley went down. Uh, he was playing on Taz. Then we had a, a mip, uh, bad lineups in, yeah. the, in the in back line. A
3: was Stevie Johnson or someone forward or Bartell kick three or something after Stevie that. Stevie
0: Johnson and then um, Tomahawk turned into Wayne Carey. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's I, on, he's on. Yeah, so it, it that one went tits up pretty quickly but two have one, one you at the time you're ignorant to how hard they are to win mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we were winning so often that we thought it was just going to happen and well, certainly did I thought it was yeah, yeah. The next three four years lock us in we'll be here thereabouts and have a chance to play off in them all and certainly wasn't the case
3: and footy moves so fast that you don't you don't appreciate the fact of winning a premiership because you move on you straight to pre-season coaches a lot well Everyone's yeah. coming for you. you gotta win. I walked back into the first day preceding, expecting beers and a barbie. Like, well, we were no, just won we're the flag. You're fucking beauty, mate. What's going on? Coaches, uh, mate, we're doing the 3K instead of a 2K. You've got to be hard. you got to be strong. you got to be fitting. You're like, we just won the flag. Fucking relax, everyone. Oh. So how did you, like, so how did, did you
2: play the year after you won the flag?
3: 2011? Yeah. Oh, some would say I went okay. The history books will say I went okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I struggled that year. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, do, you think, do you think everyone should get a uh, Premiership medal on the list? And the entire list, yeah, or everyone who played a game that year, or in the finals,
1: um,
3: or do you think it's the oh. twenty-two? So like Madge, for instance, yeah, doesn't well,
0: get doesn't get one, and he played in the first grand final, I think in that situation mm-hmm. you should. If you like, if you played in one of the games, not the other, because in the situation that's mm-hmm. a draw, that won't happen again because yeah, it's it was, extra time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I don't think if you played in a game throughout the year, you should get well, one. What about a final? If you kick the win and goal in a prelim to get you into the, well, final. you're probably not going to get dropped.
3: Oh, yeah, you're hurt yourself, like uh, cowboys from Richmond. Yeah,
0: okay. Um
3: so you get yourself, you get
0: them in. Yeah, but does that then that's take the thing, away like the – that's the whole – that's the sport. Well, no, it's going to and take away from me. I've got mine, so I couldn't give a fuck if 1,000 people have <laughs> Yeah, but would you want it? If you were injured and you didn't actually play and they're like, oh, here's your premiership medallion. What about Bob Murphy, like, though? Like, well, if, 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 if they,
1: Everyone got you there. You wouldn't have got there without those other people. I, I'm on the fence with this. Yeah. It's it's like your perspective is interesting, but like, yeah, you know, everyone I mean, that played contributed to getting you to the grand final. You wouldn't have got there without their efforts throughout the year. It's
3: like blokes who – like win the Brownlow. And it's like blokes who win the Brownlow who when the Blokes are spending on top of him, like, do you want it? No, but you take it. And then in twenty years, like you're a Brownlow medalist or you're a premiership player, you know. I don't know. I but don't would know. you call yourself if you didn't I play it, you know, would you call yourself a premiership player? That's there'd be some that would for sure. Be, <laughs> I probably wouldn't, I, would, yeah. I wouldn't, but there'd be some who would.
1: Marley and Pickett played his only his first and only Marley. game, Marlon. <laughs> Mar- Is Marley. it Marlon? Marlon
0: Marley. Marley will do. Marlon.
1: Anyhow, he well, did. Good. He played. So are you saying that he's more. Not, not that I'm not taking away from his efforts because it was fantastic on the day, but you're saying he's more deserving of any of the Richmond players that had played all year and just missed out on the big day? Well, downs? I think that's
0: just life. Sometimes you can just be stiff and unlucky and opportunity presents. And to him, he got to play his first game mm. as a grand final, played really well, and he's a premiership player, mm. as opposed to, you know, the history of our game would be riddled with blokes who. Could have been Brownlow medalists if mm. they didn't get injured. Could have been mm. – I think that's the whole great thing about sport is that the opportunities that arise and sometimes they're the, take them when they come. Yeah. Well, you said, though, you don't have to be
2: stiff to be dead. That's it. Marley and, Marley and Sam, you're Thank right. you. are right. Oh. Marley is <laughs> I'll it? I'll
1: take that one.
2: Yep, absolutely. Uh, so talk about the premiership bond before we've What's what's for you in 2020. Uh, do you guys want to say anything about Dane Beams at the moment, who's a premiership teammate of yours forever? because um, I haven't asked you about this on the show. yet.
3: Oh, no, I actually don't know how he's going. So I just yeah. wish him all the best. Hope he's going well. Um, I've reached
0: out to him a couple of times. No. I think just at the that the minute, the best thing for him is to focus on his well being and getting himself Family. right. And it's hard to do when you're trying to juggle that between you know your own well being, being a dad, and also playing elite level sport. So yeah, echo those sentiments of hopefully it's all uh, onwards and upwards for Beamer, and he can get himself right because he knows the main he's thing. got. Twenty one other
3: players there. If we got, if he ever needs anything, well, it's a bond that you get. Winning in a premiership or well, winning a premiership. So, hopefully if he, he hasn't reached out, but if he if he is struggling, he needs some help, and
0: he we can do something for him. Well, you know, we'll always be there. Yeah.
2: Two thousand twenty. What is it for you work-wise?
0: Uh, so I'm doing some Triple M special comments, which is going well. I did the uh, North Melbourne Western Bulldogs game. Now how many play,
2: had?
3: How much race? Surely you didn't know every player on that list. Absolutely. Oh, no, I didn't. Did, you, did, you, you get a sheet. Yeah, with was... their photos or their numbers?
0: No, with their numbers and their stats and whatnot, so... I do do a fair bit of research though because I like to. Oh Obviously, you want to be good at your job. Well, that's, you, want to, you want to keep and it, and that's yes, it. And, and yeah. to have some sort of insight, so I've hit up a few players about some you know ins and
2: outs
3: and
0: right. some little tidbits
3: about on, yeah. sorry players. Sorry, sorry to
2: interrupt. Sorry, to interrupt. Oh, geez, okay. <laughs> but yesterday, <laughs> yesterday, does. Dane got six here, right? Yeah, Dane got six out of twelve. I um, got three. Um, yeah, what's yeah. plays
3: have changed clubs?
2: Plays have changed clubs. Eddie Betts plays for now Carlton. Oh. Yes, Brad Hill uh, plays
0: for St Kilda. Josh Jenkins, Geelong.
2: Adam Tomlinson. <laughs> Melbourne. Tim Kelly. <laughs> West Coast.
1: It's cleaning the
2: floor. Brand <laughs> Birchell. Brisbane. <laughs> Sam Far Sam Frost. Uh no. <laughs> Ryder. St Kilda. <laughs> Brandon Ellis. Gold Coast. Jack Jack Stevens. Geelong. Uh Zach Jones. St Kilda. Eleven.
1: 11 so from that's 12. A, so that's
0: why I'm doing special comments. Yeah. Um, I obviously, yeah. I'm yeah. obviously yeah. very good at my job. You're not doing, doing all thorns games. Um,
2: <laughs> with,
1: uh. well, I did
0: have a zinger the other day. So North Melbourne uh, versus Western Bulldogs in the Marsh Cup. And uh, Cunnington lost his boot in about the three-minute mark of the first quarter. And my first interjection was, uh, boys, Cunnington's lost his boot in the centre of the ground. It's going to be very hard for him to get traction on that left foot, <laughs> and obviously being first day at work with a couple of the boys, they've sort of well, they weren't sure if I was taking the piss, <laughs> so it was a, it was a bit of a frosty start.
1: That must be um nervy. if I do swear a lot, as you know. But my job is to be on a microphone. And I sometimes get carried away. You in save your swears for this pod. I do. I save yeah, them all up. Yeah. I teach kids as well, so I have to you know channel them all into here but um were you nervous the first time that when you commentate sit around and watch the footy with the boys there's a lot of f-bombs or you you kind of go nuts how how was the feels in the tummy about saying the right thing and you know giving your best special comments and your authentic self without saying mean things
0: yeah well that's obviously the battle is that a lot of the stuff you're commenting on is a mistake um or something that's really really good so to not get too caught up in it and to present it in a manner that's somewhat levelled but still informative mm. and the hard thing is you've got 15 seconds to say it so yeah. did that go okay, okay, okay no so just you try and get so much out in that little bit of time so you've yeah. almost got to filter it through your head and keep it as condensed yeah. as possible but as you know it's hard not to swear at times i'm sure i'll let the yeah. odd shit bomb go but <laughs> i certainly have um i'd like to think i'm well versed enough in front of a microphone to hopefully not drop yeah. any so bombs so, so when you
3: sign up for triple m do they give you lessons or coaching so this is what we've got to do or you just they just be yourself and in, or do they give you coaching like mate or do you get feedback after a game like
0: no it's, it's not like a review yeah. in terms of uh, well it hasn't happened yet I did a bit of work with them whilst I was playing yeah. so they sort of got a, a try before you buy almost situation yeah. we did sit down the other day and go through a bit like you do with footy stuff what you can and can't say on air yeah. examples of it yeah, it's it's tough to it's not hard. offend someone in this day and age. It really is. You cannot say too much that's without true, someone yeah. getting pissed off. And yeah. I guess that's where you've got to, you know, it's a fine line between being your authentic self because I have a laugh and not too much offends me, but then also towing that line of yeah. not pissing too many people off and losing a job. Or just heads do a up? podcast.
3: Do they, yeah. Do they give you a heads up like, all right, Sorry. 30 seconds, you got to make something up? Or do you give them a. Nudge and say, well, I've
0: got some clever no, So, say. it's um, special comments is anytime the ball's not in play. So, so you got to say something anytime the ball's not in play. Or oh, you don't have to, but if you've okay. got something to interject with, and generally, if the game's good, you do. Yeah. Um, Anything like, mate, I'd love a pie. Well, oh, that's a bit, mate. This is the beauty of radio. So, you know, me and the duck did uh, the bushfire game the other day. He's yeah. like, do you want a Nazi goreng? I was like, what are you talking about? Yeah, just get the boys a Nazi. So we're sitting there commentating, smashing down a Nazi gorang. <laughs> that's not fair. Had Stadium has the best Nazi goreng in <laughs> the world. I don't know where he got it from. So he's obviously well-versed. Sit there at halftime, have your pie, and that's, uh, that's work. So yeah, in,
2: and what session are you going to be doing?
0: Um, so oh, I've okay. just got special comments throughout the year. So different games, a yeah. fair few of the Thursday night games to start off this season. Are you yeah. doing TV? No, not no. as of yet. I might pick up a bit with Seven that sort of fell through. So I fell through? Yeah. Ussels. Yeah, No, not yeah. <laughs> A bit of, um, yeah, anywho. Uh, <laughs> not their fault. Um, So, yeah, a bit of that, a uh, bit of Sunday, a bit of anything. So hopefully that goes well and see where that uh, goes.
2: Good stuff. Thanks so much for coming yeah, in there. Thanks, you, you, you've won a premiership. You've won All-Australian. You've won all types of awards.
0: Second in
3: Celebrity Jungle. Yes. Oh, that's even better.
2: One. For coming in here. Doesn't assigned, happen a lot. Assigned Dane Swan. Signed by Dane Swan, a Swanny and Friends T-shirt. Oh, goodness. You, Dale,
1: you'll be so back lucky. every week <laughs> if you keep handing out these <laughs> <laughs> the out gifts, Yeah, I'm still waiting for yeah, my merch and I work here, so Absolutely. well done to you.
0: No, thank you very much uh, for having me. Uh, brilliant. brilliant. Cheers, you give thanks, me every your
2: time. Daisy Thomas, the legend from Collingwood, <laughs> <laughs> as Swanee <laughs> has just ruined that's the a, microphone.
1: Them, Don't tell Sam. He yeah. gave us a warning last week about that. Good stuff,
2: thank you. No, worries.
1: Daily live coverage begins Monday, May 20th, with match replays on demand so you never miss a moment. From the first serve to the final point, Roland Garros promises unforgettable moments and new chapters in tennis history. Stream now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more